Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. We start with a special AW Dark episode that aired the Saturday before the pay-per-view, that is Revolution, on Sunday. And this has four matches here, which starts with the acclaimed defeat of the Workhorsemen, uh, Max Caster's freestyle, so the Workhorses, uh, they look like jerk horses, and they look like they came from a meth lab. A real fun match here with Anthony Bowens pinning J.D. Drake after they hit Scissor Me Timbers, which they usually don't win with, and after the match, Billy Gunn hit Fame Masters on both Drake and Anthony Henry. Daniel Garcia defeated Aaron Solo. Solo gets a big pop here being in his hometown with his own theme music now that the factory is disbanded, uh, as you might have seen the debut of QTV on Dynamite after weeks and weeks of anticipation. He is the person behind powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, but back to the match. Nice back and forth until Garcia hit the lung blower for the win. And after the match, Sammy Guevara gave Garcia a t-shirt that had them hugging on the shirt. But Garcia's name was in very small print as Sammy's name was right there in center. Hook defeated Peter Avalon. Avalon came out with a mic talking trash about San Francisco and mad that he lost against Chris Jericho. So it takes frustration out on his opponent tonight, which of course is Hook, who destroys him in under a minute, making him tap out to the red rum. Uh, not sure what happened with Stokely Hathaway. I know that they were teasing, or I guess they, they made a match because Hook went on Dynamite last week and he was supposed to get a uh, notice qualification match with Stokely Hathaway um, on Dynamite, or just at least in Sacramento. It didn't happen on Rampage. It didn't happen on uh, any of the tapings. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. But the last match here was the Lucha Brothers and Mark Briscoe teaming up to defeat Lee Moriarty, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy of the firm. Uh, Stokely Hathaway got on the mic before the match and talked about how Matt Hardy is going to train him before his match against Hook, which I just talked about, which never happened. But Briscoe gets the pen on Cassidy after the Lucha Brothers give him the high, uh, the fear factor, followed by Briscoe hitting a froggy bow. We go to Monday's AEW Dark Elevation. Marina Shafir and Nala Rose defeated the team of J-Rod and Sandra Moon, with Rose pinning Moon after a double-team DDT. Brian Cage defeated Rob McKnight easily by submission by stretching him while standing on McKnight's neck, which is like a new submission move that he's doing here. Uh, Rob McKnight also goes by Rob Shit and the Indies, but I don't think he'll be using that name here on TV. Juice Robinson defeated Titus Alexander. Alexander has appeared on 205 Live and GCW a bunch, but he's making his debut here. Uh, good showing from him, but Juice hits his DDT for the win. Sky Blue defeated Layla Gray. Uh, Blue made quick work of Lay by Layla by beating her after hitting the Skyfall. Christopher Daniels defeated Cole Carter after hitting the best moonsault ever. We have, I guess, what they now call a proven ground match, opposed to an eliminator match, as they're using the old Ring of Honor terminology. But a Ring of Honor Women's World title proven ground match—that's uh, a mouthful. As Athena defeats Brooke Havoc, Athena made her easily uh, made easy work of her, making her submit to the crossface in a little over a minute, and she kept attacking her until Willow Nightingale ran out for the save. Lance Archer defeated Jack Banning in a total destruction, uh, putting Banning out of his misery after hitting a clothesline. And the last match here, Evil Uno defeated Lee Johnson in a good match here, hitting a pile driver for the pen, and then commentary kept bringing up on how this is a new and improved Evil Uno. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark as Sky Blue again gets another victory here, defeated Milo after hitting Skyfall. Brian Cage defeated Bad Dude Tito by submission, again with the Cloverleaf, stepping on the head move. And then, uh, you know, you might recognize Tito from his New Japan Strong days, but he definitely hung in this match. Lance Archer defeated Cody Chun and uh, Guillermo Rojas in a handicap match. They also go by C4 in the Indies. And then Jake Roberts was here actually introducing uh, Archer before he came out, and he gets the win after hitting a short arm Larry on Roses. 
Konosuke Takeshita defeated Jack Cartwheel of GCW fame, making his um, AEW debut here. Takeshita hits a running knee here for the win, and then Taz, of course, has some fun with uh, Cartwheel and his name, saying that he does better Cartwheels than Jack Cartwheel. Big Bill defeated Julius Coleman easily with a choke slam. Willow Nightingale defeated Zoe Dubois uh, dominantly after hitting the Doctor Bomb, and then Athena tried to come out and attack Willow after, but Willow stopped her first and held up the Ring of Honor Women's Title. And Athena took out Dubois with a cheap shot before running away. In the main event here, AR Fox defeated Ryan Nemeth after hitting a 450 splash in a pretty good main event. On Impact Wrestling, we start on before the Impact. Heath and Rhino get a victory over the Decay's Crazy Steve and Black Tarus after Rhino hit the go-around Steve for the pin. Ace Austin and Chris Bay start the main show, and they say that they're going by ABC, a.k.a. the Austin Bay Connection. And they talk about their history and making moments in this building in Las Vegas, and they said that how the Motor City Machine Guns used to be the best tag team, and they looked up to, up into them until they came along, and they are now the best tag team when, of course, the Motor City Machine Guns come out. They say they've been wrestling longer than Austin and Bay have been alive. And then Bay and Austin challenge him to a title match at Sacrifice, but the Motor City Machine Guns say let's make it happen tonight, which we'll get later on. Rich Swan was being interviewed about going after the world title again, but he gets interrupted by Raj Singh and Shara, who pay off the cameraman to keep the camera on them. This, of course, upsets Swan, who challenges them, but they say not right now. Mike Bailey defeated a debuting Shane Hayes. Uh, Shane Hayes of New Japan TMDK fame. You might remember him as Slapjack, or you might try not to remember him as Slapjack. But he's making his Impact debut here. He had an interview before the match where his nickname is the Hysterical Shane Hayes, and like, I'm not sure how to describe it, but I guess he's like acting a little bit goofy, saying a bunch of jokes. Not sure what's going on here, if it's like some demented Joker character or what it is, but it's the Hysterical Shane Hayes. But he has a good match here with Bailey, uh, ultimately hitting the ultimate weapon for the win. The design was backstage before Rhino interrupted him and says that he doesn't want to see them brainwash Callahan just like they brainwashed him. But Callahan says they aren't, so Rhino says he's going to knock some sense into him. It looks like they'll be having a match next week. Kenny King defeated Kevin Knight with the Royal Flush and another strong showing from Knight here. Um, I see nothing but big things for Kevin Knight, so hopefully he has a breakout year. Josh Alexander was being interviewed and says that before he takes on Steve Macklin at Rebellion, he's looking for Kushida at Multiverse United. So Alexander suggests a six-man match at Sacrifice with Kushida, Alex Shelley, and Chris Saban, also known as Time Machine to take on Josh Alexander and two partners of his choice, but Macklin interrupts him and tells him to hold on to that title as he wants to take it from him at Rebellion. Santino Morella and Dirty Dango were backstage as the doctor said Tommy Dreamer would be okay after getting coffee spilled in his face by Bully Ray. Bully Ray comes in and starts making fun of him, saying is his cholesterol okay, is his heart okay, making fun of his weight, and says that he, he hopes that he lives so he can make sure that he doesn't. And then he bumps into Bupinder Gujar, he makes fun of his name, and Gujar gets all in Ray's face, and he uh, disrespected Tommy Dreamer, but security kind of holds them back as Ray takes a cheap shot and smacks Gujar, and I'm sure we'll be seeing this match soon. Mickey James comes out and says that she's not done with Masha Slam, that she's done with Masha Slamovich, and now she can give Jordan Grace her rematch, but Giselle Shaw interrupts her and says that James, when James is done with Jordan, she wants next, and James says she doesn't have to wait till then, and Gail Kim comes out and makes the match official for next week. Moose and Brian Myers are backstage as Myers says he doesn't want to help Moose, but Moose says that he wants to help Myers with the digital media title and humiliate Joe Henry. Santino Morella told Jordan Grace that she would get her Impact Knockouts title shot at Sacrifice and then tells Johnny Swinger that he can pick whoever he wants to face on the roster as he tries to get his 50 wins here. PCO defeated Trey Miguel by disqualification after Eddie, King, uh, Eddie Edwards runs out and attacks PCO with a shovel and then PCO just went right after Edwards and in the main event here for the Impact World Tag Team titles Ace Austin and Chris Bay of the Bullet Club defeated the Motor City Machine Guns Alex Shelley and Chris Saban uh, after hitting the Art of Finesse and the Fold on Shelley as Chris Bay gets the win and Chris Bay and Ace Austin are your Impact World Tag Team title, uh, Tag Team Champions here, both winning the title for the first time. 
We had the debut of Ring of Honor on Honor Club. Uh, if you want a little bit more details about this, I did write a report with some overall thoughts on the debut episode on PostWrestling.com, but I'll quickly go over the results here and some big happenings. Mark Briscoe defeated Slim J with the J-Driller. Uh, Tony Deppin was backstage saying he's going to take the TV title from Samoa Joe next week. The Kingdom defeated the Infantry, who is Carly Bravo and Sean Dean, with Bennett pinning Carly Bravo after hitting the Proton Pack. Zack Sabre Jr. defended the New Japan TV title against Blake Christian. Uh, during this match... Saber looked into the camera and called out Brian Danielson, and he makes Christian say, uh, Christian submit after putting him in this body trap submission. And then backstage, Mark Sterling and Ari Davari tried to sign Takeshita to be part of them, but Davari, uh, with Davari even throwing in ten grand, but Takeshita just rips up the contract in front of them. Christopher Daniels defeated Rohit Raju with the best muscle ever. Rhett Titus and Tracy Willis are backstage cutting a promo about restoring honor here in Ring of Honor until Aussie Open comes out and challenges them to a match for next week. Konosuke Takeshita defeated Josh Woods with a bridge suplex in a fantastic match here. The Embassy defeated Joe Keys, LSG, and uh, Rex Lawless with Brian Cage pinning LSG after a sit-out powerbomb assisted by the Gates of Agony tossing him into them. Ari Davari defeated Metalik, who is the former Mascara Dorada, kind of going by his old Grand Metalik hair name, uh, but just going by Metalik. And it said Davari even paid for Metalik not to have his entrance for this match. Davari wins after some assistance from Slim J and Mark Sterling and hitting the Hammerlock Lariat for the win. AR Fox gets interviewed about trying out for Ring of Honor back in the day and not getting called back, but now he's here and he's going after the world title. Madison Raid and Sky Blue defeated the Renegade Twins, with Sky Blue hitting Skyfall on Charlotte Renegade for the pen. Ian Riccomani called out Willie Yuta to the ring for an interview who gets upset that he's being referred to as a junior member of the Black Cool Combat Club, so he put out an open challenge that was accepted for Timothy Thatcher, which will happen next week. Willow Nightingale defeated Lady Frost in a good match here, winning after hitting the Dr. Bomb. After the match, Willow said that she should challenge Athena for the Ring of Honor Women's title. Athena comes out and originally says no, then she says that she will agree to it, just to prove that Willow is porcelain and is just lucky enough to be in her division. And the main event for the Ring of Honor World title, Claudio Castagnoli defeated AR Fox by catching springboarding, a springboarding fox into a European uppercut for the pin in a hard-fought battle. At the end, Claudio was interrupted by a debuting Eddie Kingston, fresh off of, him, off of him quitting AEW, uh, debuting here and saying that he's an independent croc contractor and he's coming after the ring of honor world title and then claudio just drops the mic and leaves so it looks like that's the match for supercard of honor uh top three matches here were saber and christian Takeshita and woods and claudio and fox if you needed to cherry pick off of this on MOD, MOW Underground, uh, Jacob Fatu defeated Leo Rush. Alex Hammerstone was on commentary as him and Fatu will be fighting in two weeks. Fatu gets to win after hitting a double spring moonsault in a pretty good match. Fatu called out Hammerstone after the match and they started brawling until multiple security and officials split them up. Sam Adonis was backstage and introduced Caesar Duran who talked about how they were all dripping in gold here as Taya Valkyrie and John Hedigan stepped into the scene with their titles and they all made fun of Davey Richards. The Billiton Bulldogs defeated the Beaumont Fight Club's Mr. Thomas and Myron Reed. Alex Keenan was on commentary here. He tried to interview but David Boy Smith came out to stop him as Mark Billington penned Mr. Thomas after Mr. Thomas hit a drop kick to Mr. Thomas, who was on top of Mark's shoulders. We go to the real one, who's recovering from being run over by Mance Warner. He's now in a wheelchair. This is that next week. Uh, he's going to take Warner to uh, Mance Warner to court and take everything from him, and we will see him next week. EJ and Duca and Calvin Tagman were cutting a promo ahead of their title defense next week against the Samoan SWAT team, and, and Duca was going after Jacob Fatu, but Tankman stopped and Duca about making this all about him and says that they are a team, and, and Duca agrees, as there is a, a little bit of a, I guess, um, disagreement between this tag team. Mance Warner cut a promo on the calling card attackers who took out his friend Microman and says that now they will have to deal with him and he challenges one of them for next week. And then we see a promo uh, kind of out of nowhere for the reveal of the calling card attackers. So we see that it's a faction um, of Akira, the independent wrestler Akira, and Ricky Shane Page, and they are led by Raven. So interesting combination here. And the main event here for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship, Alex Hammerstone versus Lance Anoa'i. It went to a no contest as right away uh, Hammerstone goes after Jacob Fatu is 
on commentary. They start brawling to end the match quickly. Adam Calvin, Tankman, and EJ and Tuco, who are ringside watching a match, get involved as well with the Samoan SWAT team and all six men brawl. We have a Woman of Wrestling Superheroes episode. This one's actually taped from LA Comic Con back in December, so pretty cool to see WoW in a different environment here, being at the Comic Con uh, Los Angeles Convention Center. And we have a rematch from last week as Miami Sweet Heat regains the tag team titles, defeating Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara, um, with Lana Starr distracting the referee as Lori Carlson comes in and hits a DDT on Randy and Lindsay Carlson gets the pin. Candy Crush defeated Chainsaw after hitting a knockout punch from the second rope and Chainsaw was with her little sister Angelica Dante who was in Women of Wrestling in the past. And then we go to the uh, Women of Wrestling title gauntlet match here. So the rules were that three women start when new competitors joining in at timed intervals, eliminations by pinfall submission are being thrown over the top rope to determine a new wild champion. But this match was shown in progress um, as they said that before this, Reina Del Rey, Princess Aussie, and Wrecking Ball all went after each other in the first minute and eliminated each other. And they said that Jesse Jones was eliminated as well, but we did not see any of this. But we do see the final six, who are Crystal Waters, who I haven't seen before um, in Women of Wrestling. Uh, Vivian Rivera, Robbie Rocket, Tiki Chamorro, who's replacing Leia Macau. Foxy Fierce and Penelope Pink. So Rocket rolls up Waters to eliminate her. Chamorro tosses Rocket over the top rope to eliminate her. And then Rivera pins and eliminates Chamorro. Fierce then tosses Rivera over the top rope. So the last two being Penelope Pink and Foxy Fierce. But Pink pins Fierce after hitting a flipping neck breaker to become the new tag team champion. So it looks like Alana Stars, Fabulous Four Team. All are dripped in gold. On NWA USA, we have Chris Adonis and Red Titus, who are the team that Bobby Fulton uh, handpicked to go up against the Fixers. And they defeat the Fixers with Adonis making Wreck of Ligurski tap out to the Master Lock. And as a result, the Fixers have to give up the old NWA USA title belts that they stole from the country gentleman. So they hand them to Bobby Fulton and start posing with him, taking pictures, just to steal the belts back and run away. Max D. Impaler defeated Natalia Markova by disqualification after Markova wouldn't stop choking Max out in the corner. Max attacks Markova after the match. And then CJ comes out and starts posing in front of a downed Markova. Mae Valentine was backstage with Mike Knox and asked him what happened last week when he turned on Matt Cardona. And Knox says that everybody else left him and Knox was the only one left and he got tired of being bossed around and said that Cardona's army is fake and his own army is real and he wished Cardona good luck and they started apologizing to Valentine after treating her bad in the past. And the main event here, Blade Troop and Jack Stain now going by Savages, spelled S-V-G-S, defeated the ill-begotten's Jeremiah Plunkett and Alex Taylor with Troop pinning Plunkett, um, making Plunkett submit after uh, with a modified figure four. On NWA Power, we have Trevor Murdoch defeated Beast Mode by disqualification. The debut in Beast Mode is a 7-foot-tall mass wrestler from Puerto Rico, a former basketball player. But the match ends when a debuting Daisy Kill, who I haven't heard of before, comes in and attacks Murdoch uh, along with Beast Mode. So it looks like we have some new talent here in NWA. EC3 defeated Dante Smiley by submission with a purpose. Tom Latimer said his goal is to cash in his TV title and be the heavyweight champion. Uh, Sinister Minister and Taya Valkyrie hype up Maxi and Pele versus Taya Valkyrie, which will happen in two weeks. We get a hair versus mask match, which uh, Gags the Gimp versus Sal the Pal, but it ends in a double countout when Gags couldn't finish the match as they both went offside and he felt conflicted, so they get counted out. And then Father James Mitchell wasn't happy with either one of them. Ashley Dumbois and Kenzie Page hype up their TV title tournament match, which will happen next week and then Camille defeated the debuting Ruthie J with a spear in a non-title match on NXT level up Lyra Valkyria defeated Tatum Paxley a hard-hitting match here with Valkyria hitting a spin kick for the win in her level up debut Dante Chen defeated the debuting Luca Crucifino Crucifino's character is that he's a founding part
partner at a successful law firm. He comes out with business cards and a briefcase that says that. One of the first things he wants to do here is install cameras in the parking lot, which please, please, Luca, please do this if you can. He did suffer defeat though in his first match though with Chen hitting his double chop for the pen. This move really needs a, a move. He called it the Chen Chop or something. I don't know. Eddie Thorpe defeated Oro Mensa. This is a really good match here from both of these men that ends with Thorpe hitting the Impaler DDT for the win as uh, Thorpe's debut should be pretty come up pretty soon on TV. On WWE main event, Mishin Mia Yim defeated Tamina with eight defeat. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin defeated Idris Inolfe and Malik Blade with Cedric pinning Inolfe after a jumping knee. Uh, it should be noted that MVP was out with Cedric and Shelton for this match. The only WWE Network edition of the week was WXW Back to the Roots. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>